Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. TDN fantasy listeners, do you want to win some money in weekly fantasy sports this year? Well, check out our friends over at Owner's Box. You can join their latest contest for free by using the code DREW9. That is Drew Nine, as in Drew Breeze, and you can win some money today. We've talked in the show about how much money I was able to win in their week one contest. You can join in on the fun now, win some money of your own by going on ownersbox.com or downloading the Owners Box app on your device. Make sure you join and get your lineups in today. Welcome into the TDN Fantasy Podcast, the Tuesday edition of the show. Jamie, we got waiver wire rankings to break down. We got your week five rankings to break down. We got Tyler from Owner's Box joining us, and we have a half an hour to fit all of that stuff into the show. I'm not even going to give you the pleasantry, ask you how you're doing. I did that in the pre-show just to let everybody know Jamie's doing fine. We are now going to get into the waiver wire rankings and discussions for week five. And Jamie, I have a list in front of me. I'm skipping past the quarterback position because I really don't think there's anybody to really discuss unless you want to very quickly talk about Trey Lance. Oh, no, there's actually a a few different waiver wire people I would like to discuss. But uh, Trey Lance is one of them. He's interesting. We'll talk about him in the rankings a little bit more. But uh, I don't think he is a must add unless you are in a super flex league or you're in a two quarterback format. I know obviously had that 20 point game there in the second half. uh, But, you know, I, I still think there's plenty of options there. To me, I look at this waiver wire right now, and there are a handful of names that really come to mind. I, I think there's a clear number one here for me, and that's and that's Damian Williams, an old friend uh, of mine on the show. What? What, Chris? You, you just you didn't listen to me. I just said there was nobody in the quarterback position we needed oh, to discuss. Care. And I then I was uh, like, we're going to move on to the position that I want to talk about. This is what happens, Chris, is when I do this listen in the morning, to every other and people word. are messaging me. No, I didn't listen to you at all, to be perfectly honest, right. because I had people messaging me about like trying to have to help them find stuff for their articles, which was like, I'm doing a podcast now. So I'm like, I don't know if Chris just wanted to blow by the waiver wire like he tried no. to do the other week. Damien Williams, right, whatever, baby. Chris. I put in a waiver claim on him. Samaj P. Ryan, waiver claim in on him, too. I'm trying to fix my running back room. Well, yeah, you really need to fix your running back room. Damien Williams is the clear uh, number one guy for me across the board, running back overall, wherever it would be. You know, we're starting to we're starting to kind of hear a little bit of dribs and drabs about what the David Montgomery injury timeline is going to be. The last we heard before we recorded was they were thinking about four to five weeks seems to be the timeline. So let's figure out a month. So uh, and again, that's best case scenario. I always will say that uh, if you assume it's going to be longer than that, you'll probably be more happy than if you just assume he's going to come back on the early side of that timeline. Damian Williams is going to be a factor. He was a factor in that game last week can do a little bit of everything. Uh, so he is somebody that if you really need a running back right now, or like a lot of people do, like that is somebody that I would probably spend half my fat budget on because you're going to get a month's worth of production from him. In super, super deep leagues, I and that you have a deep bench, I would take a flyer on Cleo uh, Herbert. I think I would like to see how he is used and what role he's going to have. I think part of the reason why the Bears traded for Jakeem Grant today is to maybe take now to improve their return unit in general, but to maybe take Khalil Herbert off of that return team and use him more as a receiver out of the backfield. So I'll be really intrigued to see how they use him over the next couple of weeks. So Maj P Ryan's another one that's interesting. 
you know, Joe Mixon went from week to week to day to day in the course of 24 hours because nobody actually wants to say anything. We use all these vague terms to describe all of these players. I'm in like with him. Like he's going to end up being my RB30 this week is where I have him in my initial ranking. So eh, for a few bucks on the waiver wire. Oh, no. I put a lot of dollars, a lot of dollars I, I in think there. You, I don't think you're going to be happy with that. This is this has been a team that historically just turns to Joe Burrow and to throw the ball significantly more in neutral downs when Joe Mixon is out of the lineup. I just think you're going to have a lot more passing volume for Joe Burrow. I think P. Ryan's a flex guy at best. Um, I understand now. To be fair, Chris, you're starting like, I don't know, Sean Alexander and mm-hmm. Ladanian Tomlinson's left cleat at running back. But like at this point, for most people that have any competent value at that position, uh, P. Ryan's just a guy for me. Um, so since you, I'm not since you asked, <laughs> since you asked my two starting running backs in this past week, by the way, a victory, my first victory of the season, hey, in this league. victory Tuesday for Chris. I, st- I started Royce Freeman and Kareem Hunt as my two running backs. God help us all. Well, Kareem Hunt's fine. Listen, but yeah, no, I mean, listen, my IR is filled with Cam Akers and Jeff Wilson. Okay. I, I didn't, it didn't go the way I wanted DeAndre it Swift to. and somebody else. Didn't you? I traded DeAndre Alvin Swift Kamara? and Alvin Kamara. Yeah. 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 Although I still think long term, because this is this is a long term keeper league. Um, the Kamara thing is going to be smart because we've talked about this and some of that's playing out already. But back to the waiver wire. Uh, other running backs. Uh, Ken, oh, yeah. Kenneth Gainwell. If, I mean, he's a little bit more rostered than these other guys. I think he's around 30 uh, percent right now. I think he needs to be on your bench regardless. Uh, he's going to be a factor. I love the way they're using him. I know his snap counts aren't awesome, but they're actually he's actually running nearly the same amount of routes as Miles Sanders has in recent weeks. Uh, he's somebody you need to add to your team this week. I would go in this order. If you're asking me to rank, Chris, you didn't ask me to rank, but I'm going to pretend that you asked me to rank them. For the running backs, Damian Williams, clear number one, uh, a large gap, Kenneth Gainwell, two, Samaj P. Ryan, three, if I were to rank my top three right now. Um, I also put in a waiver claim on uh, one Brandon Bolden this week as well, taking a flyer there. I'm taking a flyer. I, just need, I need options, okay, Jamie? I need options. I, I, and that, it's okay. It's fine. Thank you. Most, most people that's not going to be relevant to. But yes, Brandon yeah. Bolden is at least worthy being on somebody's radar right now. But yeah, man, things are rough. Wide receiver now. position. It's not great, okay, Jamie? I don't like it. it, it I got injuries. I got problems. Yeah, I'm working suck. through it, okay? I'm working through it. Okay. Uh, wide receiver position. Let's keep the Bears theme going here. I think uh, Darnell, Mooney. Darnell Mooney was dropped in a ton yeah. of leagues. Uh, and after one bad week, uh, and he's, st- he's still only, I believe he's available right now. Last checked in more than 60% of leagues. He would be my top pickup. He and Justin Fields have a connection. It took an extra week to get there than what we thought. And by we, I mean me who had money on it, but that, that's okay. I'm not better. I'm not better at all, but he is clearly looking to Darnell Mooney. He can get the ball down the field to him. That is a player that I want to add right away. Um, in leagues, in any sort of PPR format, Hunter Renfro and Jamison Crowder, two guys that I think you need to start looking at again, guys that are always perennially undervalued in these formats because they're not sexy and they don't get in the end zone a lot, although both guys did this past week. So that's very interesting to have there. Rashad Bateman needs to be added as well. He's still available in more than 80% of leagues. I have stashed him in an IR spot in one of my leagues. Um, you know, if you're looking for some other help a little bit further down, I think there's still a lot of guys that are really interesting here. You know, AJ Green, Kadarius Tony, if Shepard and, and Slayton continue to be out, Zach Pascal continues to be undervalued. Quintez Cephas gets in his target share. You know, these are all guys that are available in about 80 or 70 to 80 percent of leagues right now. 
that deserve a roster spot. Same thing with Van Jefferson. So there's a lot of different guys. There's there's plenty of options here, uh, but my top choice would be Darnell Mooney if given the choice. Um, Curtis Samuel, he's like a guy that's owned in 50% of leagues. So like, I feel weird about like, I think that's too much at that point to be like, this is a good waiver wire guy, but uh, I'm intrigued, but I'm, I would actually rather pick up Darnell Mooney and a couple of these other guys and take that upside there. Jamie, the tight end position. Tell everybody where they got to pick up Max Williams. There's actually a few guys that are, I'm really intrigued by. Max Williams is one. Uh, Dawson Knox can, needs to be if he is – he's still available in two-thirds of leagues. Dawson Knox needs to be rostered right away. He is a tight end one right now and actually ranks as a tight end one for the rest of the season in, in my projections. Hunter Henry needs to be picked up as well. He's starting to gain a bigger role in New England over these last few weeks. Finally got in the end zone this past week. Uh if you're looking for some flyers on guys, like I, I'm okay with taking a guy like CJ Uzoma if you really need help. Uh, I think he's going to be more of a guy that's hanging around tight end 20 than what he did this last week. But we're all guessing at the tight end position, to be perfectly honest with you. So, But to me, Dawson Knox is the clear number one, followed by Hunter Henry 2 and Max Williams 3 in that order. Is that it for waiver wire? Before I close the book and move to your rankings, I just want to leave the yes. door open. If there's anybody else that you want to talk about. No, we'll get into it in the rankings, Christopher. Okay. I'm listening before, to you now. I put the phone away. Bef- before we move on, got to tell everybody about our friends over at Bet Online. Back and better than ever. As always, Bet Online, your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season with a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests. Bet Online continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B L E A V, to receive your bonus from football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet Online, where the game starts. JB, I've gone over to the draftnetwork.com underneath the fantasy tab. I have clicked on your quarterback rankings here because that is where I'd like to start the program. And I'd like to ask you. I mean, we started the program like 10 minutes ago. We did the waiver wire thing. I don't know if you remember that part. You're really pushing my buttons today on the show today. I don't know why you woke mm-hmm. up and chose violence today on the Tuesday edition of the pod, but you have, and I'm not sure I necessarily yeah, like it. Because the Yankees are playing a wild card game today, so I have to get you're, my yeah, frustration out on somebody. Yeah, like they don't play until 7 o'clock Central. You're, you're a little on edge there. Uh, Daniel Jones, top 12 quarterback this week, Jamie Eisner. I'm surprised that's the first name you got to there. But yeah, uh, I, I do have Daniel Jones as a top 12 quarterback. He continues to have significant upside in the in the game, uh, in the rushing game so far this year. And I'm trying to pull up like what his numbers look like so far. And it's actually been really, they've been really pretty solid. And, and it's not that this Dallas matchup is anything that you're necessarily like going out of your way to attack, but they actually have been fairly favorable to fantasy quarterbacks so far this year. You look at Daniel Jones' performances so far, 21.38 points, 29.5, roughly 16.5, almost 28 in his last game, You know, averaging almost 24 points per game right now in fantasy. And I expect this to be a lot of passing in this Dallas Cowboys-New York Giants matchup. Uh, I'm really excited for him. He actually comes in, uh, when I did my projections, which include fractionals and all this other weird stuff, you've seen the the mess that is my my spreadsheets, my Excel stuff, but he actually came in as QB6 in my overall projection. I ended up adjusting him down uh, to QB11, but I do think he's a viable starting option this week. And I guess maybe my biggest takeaway from the top 12 is that it looks like the top 12, you know, you, you can debate the order, and obviously we will, 
But outside of Daniel Jones, it looks like the top 12 you would normally expect most weeks. Like there is no like last week we saw like, like the guy like Taylor Heineke dropped jumped into the top 10. You're welcome. Or you've seen other guys like that this week. It, it's a lot of the stars, uh, a lot of the stars that are uh, make up that top 12. The only guy that I think that's in there that wasn't drafted as a top 12 quarterback was the guy you pointed out, Daniel Jones. So you said that you were surprised that that's where I went first. And I'm trying to come up with another name that I that I would have gone to first. Was there a different name that you expected me to? No, I just always assume you're going to bring up Jalen Hurts no matter whenever, no matter no, where I've it happens. Right? No, I can have I've him ranked given one. Up. I can have him ranked 32, 15. Oh. You're going to you're going to bring up Jalen Hurts. No, so. I've, I, I think it's reasonable with the way that he's played this season. Um, I, I've know, given up on that. I thought maybe the name you would come to is, you know, you look at QB 14, Aaron Rodgers, and you look at the matchup with Cincinnati, and you're like, oh, why is he not a QB one for you this week? Um, he's two spots I mean, outside again, of a QB one. Yeah, I mean, it's like splitting hairs. Yeah. yeah. He only has, you know, only has one 25 point game this year. Uh, since then, it's actually been strong against fantasy quarterbacks so far. That's why he's there. Um, you know, it, what became interesting for me is there's this weird group of players where, like, I, I'm I'm looking down here, Chris, and if for those listeners that are able to scroll right now, but I'll read some of these names to you in this range here from like 17 to 21 of like Taylor Heineke, Matt Ryan, Trevor Lawrence, Trey Lance, Joe Burrow. I still kind of like all of those guys, even though they're ranked down here near 20. Like, I actually feel pretty good about the quarterback position this week, where a couple weeks ago, it was like I hated everything outside of like the top 10. This week, I think the QB is like, I think you're going to get, you could get 20 plus guys that get you 18 points or more. I know you're shooting for like 20, you know, 21, 22 plus, but I think there's going to be several decent performances here. So whether you're looking on owner's box for some cheap plays or you're just maybe QB needy in your league, I actually think, in this final week before buys start to come, you're actually in a really good spot here at the quarterback position. Well, Jamie, I have a lot of questions about your running backs and the way that they are ranked. Daryl Henderson, a top eight running back this week. He's all the way up to seven for you. You have Damian Williams in at running back 13. And right behind him on that list, Cordell Patterson, running back 14. We talked a little bit about this on the Sunday show, and you were intrigued about where um, you were going to rank him. And I will I will quote this directly, where you told me, and I want to make sure I quote it correctly, Patterson is my RB13 in my rest-of-season rankings right now. What a world. What a world is right. I... I he can't deny the usage, man. I mean, he's essentially, he's a wide... He's basically the wide receiver... 1B within a running back designation in a year where the running back position is a complete tire fire, even more so than the running back position is normally a complete tire fire in fantasy. So he has been phenomenal. He goes out. He has a strong matchup here against the Jets at home. Uh, I guess not at home in London, I should say, but he's got a, still had a strong matchup here overseas. But yeah, this is a really interesting group here at the top. You know, Dale Henderson, I, I love the matchup here against Seattle. Uh, I, I, I loved how he looked. I guess if there's one knock on this, it would be just coming off of an injury, got a big workload, and has a short week. Like so, I, I understand if there's a little hesitation there, but I, I just I love this matchup for Dale Henderson. I loved how he looked coming back last week. Uh, I expect him to have a really solid game there. Damian Williams, as we talked about in before, um, love the matchup against Vegas. You can run on them as you saw on Monday Night Football. He's going to get a heavy workload. He can catch passes out of the backfield. He's got a nose for the end zone. Bill Lazor's calling plays again, which is great news for running backs. We have seen how that's made a huge difference for David Montgomery. Is Damian Williams David Montgomery? He is not, but he is a damn good veteran that is always underrated, whether he was with the Chiefs or now with the Bears. 
Uh, I have no qualms about spending, again, half my fab budget and sticking them right in my starting lineup for week five. A uh, couple other names here that are interesting, and then I'll get back to some thoughts here. This is probably the highest I've ranked a couple of these guys. I look at 21, Damian Harris, 22, Zach Moss, and that's definitely the highest I've ranked those two so <laughs> far this year. Got to love those matchups. Damian Harris against Houston. Uh, I expect the Patriots to be able to handle their business and run the ball extremely effectively in this game. And what are they going to do? Give the ball to Brandon Bolden? So like Damian Harris is going to should have him. This is again, you need a touchdown from Damian Harris to really get to that value. He has a really good chance to get a touchdown or two in this matchup. And Zach Moss is undeniable. He looks really, really good. He has the best chance of the two running backs to get in the end zone. Even if Singletary has a better chance to be a more productive wide receiver or excuse me, more protective in the receiving game. Uh, he's an RB2 for me this week. Love the matchup against Kansas City. They can't stop a nosebleed. Uh, I really, really like both those guys. And those are two guys that stood out for me, Chris. How about you? I'm just, I really appreciate you slandering uh, Brandon Bolden after I spent the waiver wire portion of the program saying that I put in a waiver claim on him. So I, I greatly uh, appreciate that. No, you named, you, 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 uh, you kind of mentioned all of the names that I would have, talked about DeAndre Swift still makes your top 10 uh, this week. I think that's something to at least keep an eye on. I mean, his workload has gotten a little weird um, there in, in, in Detroit. I don't know what to make of the way that team runs the football or runs their offense in general. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of want to talk to, I want to go to wide receivers because you open up the list, you see the wide receivers, Cooper cup wide receiver one this week, right there at the top. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not coming off the Cooper cup train just because he had one. Okay. Game. No, but wide receiver one, that's... Yeah, have you seen Seattle try to cover anybody? That's... Okay, fair fair enough. They haven't. Fair point. Um, so, uh, look, so cup wide receiver one, Tyree Kill at two against Buffalo. Uh, that's going to be a... That's a fun matchup on Sunday Night Football. I cannot wait for that game, Kansas City and Buffalo. Devontae Adams three, Justin Jefferson four, DJ Moore five. I mean, Moore continues to just be phenomenal every single week. Uh, I, I think maybe a couple ones that might surprise you. Debo Samuel up in the top eight. Uh, for that. me, that's a guy I've been high on for two years now. And just like the dude just getting work. Um, my concern there would be, does Trey Lance use him significantly differently? But I don't think so. I expect a big game from him. Otherwise, I mean, we have some bigger names that are in that like wide receiver two range. Cordell Patterson ends up coming in at wide receiver 19. It's just a weird thing. We get to rank them in both spots, um, which is really kind of fun. But it, it, to me, like I, I'm looking through some of these rankings here and there's just... I look at this wide receiver two range for this week with Mike Evans at 13 and Godwin at 14, Keenan Allen 15, Hopkins 16, Metcalf 17, Cooper 18. Like they're just, we're so deep at the wide receiver position where it's just crazy on a weekly basis how much production you can possibly get from some of these guys. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to see if there's anybody else that really popped. I mean, I have Devontae Parker cracked into wide receiver three range for me this week. Alan Robinson, I guess, down at 41, where I, I think would grab some people's attention. Um, I like the matchup, but doesn't seem to be targeted anywhere near as much as uh, Darnell Mooney with Justin Fields in the game. I want to kind of see him have a bigger week before I put him up there. Odell Beckham down at 52, which is objectively uh, so it's it's objectively too low. I, I get that. I got to figure out where I will put him by the end of the week. But this is where the projections put him. And I'm trying to be like, figure out what's the difference between being objective to my numbers and then subjective of like, Oro Beckham only needs one catch to be 20 spots higher than this. But also Baker Mayfield can't seem to hit him when he's wide open in the middle of the field or on the sidelines. So like, I don't know. But 
to me, I think those were the biggest takeaways of my rankings this week was that there's a lot of talent in that wide receiver two range and you either have a little bit tougher matchups than usual been slightly underperforming versus usual, uh, like Hopkins, for example. But man, like it's so it's so crazy. If you would have told me at the beginning of the year that I would have a top nine that includes Mike Williams, Debo Samuel, DJ Moore and Cooper Cup. I'm not quite sure I'd believe you. That's how fantasy works. Now, I just want to let you know, Jamie, he's, I see him in the waiting room. Tyler is here. So as we as we close out your rankings, we he's do tight ends. That's probably what's going to happen. He's going to agree with everything you say. So we'll do these tight ends quickly, and then we'll do a little DFS talk here to end the show. Uh, Dawson Knox, tight end five. Dalton Schultz, tight end seven. Dallas Goddard, yeah. tight end eight are the three names that I jumped to right away. All those guys find their way into the top ten. Again, you have Gronk ranked as tight end three because in, until further notice, until he's actually ruled out. Yeah, assuming if he plays, he might not. Yeah. Obviously, if he doesn't, don't play him. That's my. I mean, they don't pay me the big bucks for, for that's, to not give advice like that. That's great advice. Fantastic advice. Uh, any other anything other than those three names that you want to really mention? Kelsey one, Waller two, uh, Hawkinson four. Yeah, yeah, we, we we yeah we know Kelsey Waller, Hawkinson yeah, one. Yeah. Uh, I think Jacecki is uh, two names quickly. Jacecki is one we need to mention. Comes in at, at tight end nine right now. His workload is is massive with Jacoby Brissett. Uh, when Tua comes back, we might need to reassess where we have him because we haven't seen how he's going to get used in that scenario. But right now, he's absolutely worthy of starting on a weekly basis. Uh, and I guess Kyle Pitts at 12. Like, I, I, I'm out. This I'm is out. almost I'm like Kyle the Pitts peripheral. No, I'm out. See, I'm not because the peripheral stats are still good. Like, all Kyle Pitts needs is one big week to like. Oh, and then I'm back, back in. To like where and then I'm back. At. Yeah. Then I'm back. Yeah. In. Like, I haven't given up on him yet. He comes in at tight end 12. Um, but yeah, otherwise it's just I'm gonna see like some other guys that cracked the top twenty-five this week, just to note for those that are really hunting or you bargain been hunting an owner's box or you're in a deeper league. Some guys that cracked the top twenty-five for the first time this week. CJ Uzoma comes in at 18, uh, Max Williams comes in at 20, and Ian Thomas comes in at 25 because your boy Tommy Tremble did nothing. And I blame you personally. All right. Well, you mentioned Owner's Box. We'll bring him in here to talk a little DFS to close your show. Tyler from Owner's Box joining us. Tyler, what's going on, man? How are you? Not too much, guys. Not too much. Excited about week five. I think, uh, and I heard you guys chatting a bit, but I think the quarterback position on Owner's Box and even all DFS sites this week will be an interesting one. I see plenty of quarterbacks in that lower to mid-range value that, that might pop this week. So I'm looking at for our super flex spot and our QB spot, I think both of them will be guys that won't be in that upper echelon so i'm excited about this week that's the jamie yeah, special I, is to go with a with a mid to low tier quarterback and then load up in other spots that's jamie's go-to strategy yeah it was uh it was tyrod taylor week one yeah uh, and then last week it was taylor heineke like so i was with you on heineke last week it worked pretty well yeah but daniel it is jones. interesting because daniel, daniel jones as well. yeah daniel I, jones was one although I, I did daniel jones the the week that i i like a lot of yeah. daniel jones sterling shepherd stacks in the week that shepherd hurt himself in like three plays in yeah, I don't know uh, if I, I said to you guys. There's also the same week I did a lot of Lamar Marquise Brown stacks when Marquise Brown could not catch a pass to save his life. Like he was only yeah. open every play and just couldn't catch anything. But <laughs> uh, I love your point, Tyler, because as we talked about earlier, like I, there were kind of like 21 quarterbacks I liked this week, yeah. which is a, a kind of a weird thing to say. But uh, and you can even make an argument the guys that are not in that top 21, like Brissett's been putting up some decent numbers and has a you know the Tampa Bay secondary is is a mess. Minnesota secondary is a mess, and Jared Goff's volume is massive. Jameis Winston against the Washington defense that inexplicably is terrible this year. And, like, those are not even the guys – I'm not even including those guys in the conversation of those top 21 guys that I really like. So 
Uh, it's going to be fascinating to see uh, how it plays out, particularly on owner's box because of the super flex format where you don't have to play two quarterbacks, but like, I don't really see a logical reason why you wouldn't, but you know, you have the option. You, you, you can put whatever you want, but uh, it really is an interesting dynamic because I, I tend to enjoy it more because I feel like in some of these single quarterback formats, it's hard to differentiate yourself from the other lineups because when you only can pick one quarterback, it's really tough to go with one of those like cheaper options. Again, it kind of feels like, man, am I going to pass on one of those elite options and am I going to take a chance here? Where here, there's so much more strategy involved with like, okay, if I'm going to take a top option to quarterback, if I'm going to pay up for a Mahomes or pay up for a Kyler Murray, you know, all right, I'm going to have to find some value late. And I, I always love these value picks. I want to kind of get your thoughts. We already talked about the quarterbacks, but are there any other maybe players that of any sort of value that you're targeting at running back or wide receiver this week that kind of caught your eye now that the, the week five contest is up? Yeah, a couple I think that stick out to me the most are, you know, James Robinson. I'm I've kind of seen him as maybe he might be a, a higher ownership this week going against the Titans. The usage is back, the workload is back. Um, I do like James Robinson at his price, sixty one hundred. We're looking at guys like Clyde and Kareem Hunt around him at his price. I'm also absolutely. I think I'm in love with Daryl Henderson this season. I don't know what you think, Jamie, but I am in love this with, is, with Daryl Henderson. This has got to st- Tyler. This has to stop. This absolutely has RB7 to stop. You cannot continue to come on the show and just say and just agree with Jamie. It doesn't hit because then he this then he great. just he walks around like he runs. That the was place. the first name Chris pointed out in my running back rankings this week. Oh, okay. I'm up at seven. Yep. I, look, the 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 opportunity, the workload is tremendous. Like even last last week, he still was productive with uh, losing game script all all game right from the from the hop. He had five targets. If he's there and that Michelle, I think Michelle ended up with seven snaps after that fumble early in the game. So I love Daryl Henderson, yeah. especially rest of the season, but even this week. And Michelle's not very good. Like, let's let's be perfectly honest with you. Like, the, like if he, you play him, if Henderson's out because of the potential workload, but Michelle's not a good football player. Like, yeah. he just he's not. Uh, but you know, it is uh, t- to that point as we start to kind of s- uh, sign off here. We talk a lot about that Sunday contest, but I mentioned a couple names like Dale Henderson playing on Thursday Night Football. There are Thursday through Monday contests on Owners Box, so I I know we do a heavy focus on the big fifty thousand dollar contest, and that's the big one. The $10 entry that you get in for free using the code DREW9 if you have not used that already. But you can play Thursday through Monday, which adds a whole other element to this equation. It opens up a whole other pool of four other teams worth of players that you can use on there. So there's a lot of different ways that you can play. Um, it's, it's, I kind of think it's worth dabbling a little bit of both because sometimes you have sneaky plays on one of the two prime time, one of the you know the two off day prime time games that you really feel, oh man, I wish I could use that in the in the 50k contest. Well, you could still make some money with it in those Thursday through Monday contests. So check those out. Um, and I guess before we sign off completely, because we didn't bring you on during the tight end segment, let's talk about tight ends again. Guys like Dawson Knox and Dalton Schultz and Mike Jacecki. It's all these other guys. It, it was not a huge week for Travis Kelsey. It was not a huge week for TJ Hawkinson, not a huge week for Andrews. So like we talked about paying up for those tight ends earlier in the season. Are you are you now you still want to do that? You still want to take the, the trusted production at the top, or do you feel like we're this is the kind of week to take a flyer on one of these guys that are either mid or low price? Yeah, I probably still do. I mean, la- last week one person that I looked at quite a bit was was Hunter Henry, just with the routes and him being out there. Him scoring was essential to that, so I felt good about that. But I mean, really, we're we're trying to. Um, 
if you want to extract some value, I think it's, you know, the the Robert Tunyon is just, he, he's taken a free fall on owner's box in terms of pricing. He's down to 3,800 matchup with the Bengals. I think he's a great, you know, I think a lot of people might be worried about him for the rest of the season, but long-term, I think he'll be fine. He, a lot of, a lot of tight ends in this area are touchdown dependent, right? That's what we're looking for. If we're, if we're looking at something at a lower value. So Robert Tunyon, he, he's, he's taken a nice fall and I think he can grab it when no one else is looking at him. That'd be, a big one for me to look to yeah i like that call a lot just because he's so touchdown dependent but any given week he's got just as good of an opportunity as any of those anybody that's not named travis kelsey or maybe mark andrews of catching a touchdown so yeah uh, i like that call a lot uh tyler you want to tell everybody how they can join in on the contest if they either if they've done it already uh make sure you're coming back this week i'll get my lineups in here over the next few days i'll get my spreadsheets out and start looking at how i get my 25 lineups in for for the Sunday contest, but for those that haven't joined yet and don't know what to look forward to, how can they get in for free and what can they expect? Yeah. So our week five contest is live. Like, like you said, we're running uh, Thursday through Monday. We're running Sunday only contests anywhere from, you know, we can play for as little as a dollar. We can play for up to head, some head to head contests as well for up to two fifty. Um, free, like you said, promo code drew nine for free entry, but we're also matching first time deposits with a $25 bonus. Um, so go check us out there. The super flex aspect has been plenty of fun. Like you mentioned, get rid of the defenses and kicker is also a great aspect to you know take advantage of what you guys like using the most, the offensive players. So go check us out. Ownersbox.com. Follow us on socials as well. All at Ownersbox. Jamie, how can everybody follow you on social media? Follow me at Jamie Eisner on Twitter, at Jamie Eisner TDN on Instagram. And reminder, as always, Friday at the Draft Network's Instagram account, I will be answering all of your owner's box questions, all of your weekly fantasy lineup questions, pretty much anything you need to know. Uh, Maddie Schmidt and I will be having a conversation. Please ask your questions. We are taking fan interaction. That is Friday at 4.30 p.m. Eastern to 5 p.m. Eastern on the Draft Network's Instagram account. You can follow me on Twitter at Shoe Radio, S-C-H-U Radio. Make sure you follow the show on Twitter at TDN Fantasy. And if you want to look at all of Jamie's rankings, you can do so over at thedraftnetwork.com underneath the Fantasy tab. We're back Sunday, post all of the Week 5 action to break it all down. You can catch Jamie on the Instagram Live on Friday. Everybody have a great rest of your week. We'll talk to you on Sunday. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.